Welcome to the podcast for moms, where we believe not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Have a seat at the table with your hosts, Britt Fortunato, Tina Smith, and Betsy Pendergrass. We are moms of all ages talking about all the stages. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious chats, and occasional tears as we share with you all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so here. We're so here. We're so glad you're here. We're like, we're a mess today. <laughs> we were laughing when we came on. <laughs> Welcome to the table. Come laugh with us today. So, yes. So we're laughing at my hairstyle, which you can't see, thank goodness, on the podcast. <laughs> and then we're laughing because Brittany's in bed podcasting. <laughs> and Betsy, Betsy's rushing home from picking a kid up at camp. And so it's just, you know, we're doing life over here. So welcome to life at Not All Heroes Who Capes the Mom podcast. We're glad you're here with us. We are just, ah, it's summer, right? Yes. And it's like all the schedules are all messed up. Nobody's doing the same thing anymore. Brittany's not quite there yet because she doesn't have kids in school, but that starts next year for her because mm. Mealbug's going to preschool and, you know, it's just, it's nuts. So anyway, we're glad you're here with us. Go grab a cup of coffee. I actually got to stop at Dunkin' today and got my butter pecan coffee it was so good tastes like ice. i feel like we need to have some of that background music goes oh, whatever. <laughs> you can go ahead and do that that's you have a better voice than i do you don't want me oh to no do that, right <laughs> don't <Yeah>. be fooled <laughs> no. but we've all go ahead you're excited i'm excited <laughs> that father's day is coming up Yes, it is. We spend so much time talking to moms that I'm excited about our conversation today. I know. What day is it actually? The 18th is 18th Father's Day. Oh, now you're going to make me lie. (laughs) What day is it? I was thinking the 16th. Oh, no, it is the 18th. Is Uh, it the 18th? Okay. Cause I'm doing, I'm going to a bridal shower for Carlene on that day for father's day. We're doing a bridal shower. So there's that. Yeah. So father's day, father's Father's day, bridal shower. Perfect. (laughs) You never know what's going to be going on around here. That's what happens. So happy father's day, Rod father. We're going to go to a shower that you're not invited to. (laughs) You're not invited. We'll bring you some food. There you go. But yeah, so dads are so incredibly important. And just before, as I was praying before we came on the show, I was praying that, you know, sometimes dads, I feel like they're second class citizens in the parenting world, right? It's like moms and then dads, you know, and (laughs) we got dads. Yeah. And, but there's such an important integral, integral, integral. I can't even say (laughs) integral part. They know what you're saying. That's good. That's good. Welcome to the table. Yes, we're just drinking coffee. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But they are. They're such an integral part of the family. They're the backbone of the family, quite honestly. And we're living in a society that is fatherless. And that if you look at like, we've got these shootings that are going on and all the stuff. Um, If you look in the background of these people, most of them, if not all of them are fatherless and they hold a huge role in the family. 
Well, and if you look like our relationship with Father God is how we get our identity in Christ mm-hmm. and how we, we talk about that a lot, but the same thing happens in our families. It and does. so when we take the father out of the family, kids don't know who they are and hello, we're having identity crisis right now. Yeah. And, and y'all, I'm going to be honest right here. Now I know you might be surprised, but I am going to be <laughs> honest, but I feel like even the, the families that have dads in them, we're castrating fathers in the family because sometimes we mamas can be just a little bit controlling. Ooh, ouch. There goes my toes. <laughs> it's so true though. So here's my background. So, um, I was married, had two kids, Brits, one of them, Mark and Brittany, and then went through separation and divorce in that marriage. And we'll probably do a whole podcast on with Brittany on what that, how that, what's that like walking through that as a kid. Right. But, um, then Rodfather came on the scene and I think Britt, Britt was six and Mark was seven when we got married and trying to put that blended family thing together. But I will tell you hands down that Rod coming on the scene and literally I was thinking about this today. He sees Mark and Brittany as his own children. Like he never adopted them or anything, but he has always seen Mark and Brittany. And he told me that he goes, they are my children as much as they possibly can be. And especially spiritually. And he stepped up to that plate spiritually. And I believe a hundred percent, it changed the trajectory of their lives. But I had to, I was a single mom. I was independent. I was raising two kids. And then on the scene comes this dad and boy, I'll tell you what, Patty had her hands full with helping me walk through that because there had to be this place where I had to learn to stand down and let him be the dad in our home. And that was hard. That was really hard, but it, because I had somebody I was accountable to, and because I chose and made that choice to walk in obedience to that. I believe that was um, the catalyst that changed the trajectory of their lives. It was important. Brittany, what about at your house? Have you run into those places? I know you haven't been married and divorced, but I'm pretty certain that (laughs) there have still been struggles in the same area. Yes. I mean, there's times when and I I, I have to catch myself when I try to jump in if like, for instance, if I, there's been times where, you know, tell my husband, can you just go take care of this child? Because you need to step in here. But then like, we say that and then we hear what's going on and then we try to step in to stop what they're doing. (laughs) Exactly. And then, and not only that, our husbands are like, what do you want from me? Like, Mm -hmm. and it, and it, it's like degrading. It's not good. And I think it's so important that as wives and mothers that we know the importance of the role of the father and the family and what God created them, the the role that he created them to, to play. And he created them to lead and to protect. They are the strong leaders of the household. Like you said, they're the backbone and they're called to be an example of Christ's love toward their wives. So with those two things combined, they bring a deep sense of love and security into the family. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have that, 
it, it removes that love, that security, that leadership. It, it, it's, it's essential. It's, it's crucial. And, and our earthly fathers should strive to be a reflection of our heavenly father, because when you have a father in the home who is loving the way that God instructs, who is protecting and trusting and creates that security, it's easy for us as children to trust that our heavenly father will be all that and more mm-hmm. then we get to see how good but even how much better our heavenly father is yeah you know you talked about like it's kind of double-minded you know we we think we want him to get involved and we get onto him for not getting involved and then we turn around and go oh what are they doing in there and i remember <laughs> very distinctly one day one kid was getting in trouble and my mama bear thing was kicking in and Miss Liz had already spoken to us about this issue in our little mama's class. And I remember I literally was biting my lips together and I purposed to go to the furthest point of the house so that I yeah. could not even hear yeah. what was going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And I look back at that situation now and I think, you know what? Every one of my kids adores their dad. They love mm-hmm. their father. Mm-hmm. And I needed to just trust the process of what yeah. they needed to the discipline that they needed. Cause usually it was in areas of discipline. Cause I'd be like, Oh, yeah. he's not doing that. Like I, and I'm, mm-hmm. that is my weakness is the discipline area. Yeah. And so I look at that. I just want to say moms, young moms, <laughs> like hear us mm-hmm. in this, let your husband's do the thing that they've been created yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, and we have, a mother's heart is nurturing and protecting for their kids anyway. And so dads are going to be a little harsher. I think sometimes now I've seen that flip. I've seen that flip (laughs) where the moms are a little more domineering than the dad. And, and I think that plays out different in every family and whatever flavor your family is under the leading of the Holy spirit is fine, but don't usurp the authority of your husband. I think it's very easy for us as women to go, Oh my gosh, they're being so harsh. Here's an example. Mark was at um, a civil air patrol camp and it was one of these camps where they're sleeping out in the mud in tents and building latrines and doing all this gross stuff. And then the power grid went out in the Northeast. This was years ago and he was 15 years old. And I remember they went from being in training mode to emergency mode as civil air patrol. And I remember Mark calling and it was the day before he graduated from this whole thing. And Mark called and he's crying and he's, he's 15 and he's like, I I want you to come and get me mom. Well, there was a curfew. I didn't have time to go and get him and get home before curfew. And I called his dad, Mark and Brittany's dad. And I said, Mark wants me to go get him. He's having a really rough time. And my heart's like, I'll be there at a heartbeat. Right. And my ex-husband says to me, you're not going to get him. And I'm like, I'm not. And he's like, (laughs) no, he goes, he needs to be there. He needs to stay there. And he needs to figure this out. He's going to be okay. He's not going to die. And I'm like, he's not, he's like, no, he needs, he needs to stay there. And I'm like, okay. And then I said something to Rod and I'm like, Mark wants me to come and get him. And he's like, you're not going to get him. And I'm like, I'm not okay. Both the dads have said hard. No, you're not going to get him." And that was hard on my mama's heart. Like, I just want to scoop Mark up and say he's 15 for crying out loud. So the next day we went and picked him up 
And, you know, he gets in the car, he, gets, he graduates, they do a little ceremony, everything, get in the car. And I said to Mark, so are you glad we didn't pick you up? And he goes, I am really glad you didn't pick me up. I learned that I can push myself past what I think I can do. And it was such a valuable lesson for me. That, and he was, 15. yeah. And that, like, I think as moms, a lot of times we, I mean, like you said, we're nurturing by nature and we like to coddle our children. And by doing that, like we're doing them a disservice by setting them up for failure in the real world. Like dads play such an important role in helping our children be set up for the real world and the reality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Brittany, you reminded me of something too, just saying that, like, we need to be very careful that we don't disrespect our husbands by siding with a kid against them about something. Oh yeah. Don't think your baby is above uh, manipulation because he or she is not no matter how young they are. That's right. (laughs) And, and I want you, your husband needs to know you're with him. Yes. And Mm -hmm. your kid, he comes first, um, in, in relationship order and then your kids. And so honor him. And when those Mm -hmm. kids come to you, like Taylor and I have a policy, like if a kid comes to us about something about the other one, we're like, what are you thinking? I I am with them. and (laughs) There is no dividing this house. Um, And that's what they do. That's what kids do. They ultimately it's, it's the enemy. It's Satan trying to get in Mm -hmm. there and divide and conquer. And that was something with Rod and I as well as like, we're a united front. And actually the three of us were united front and we all co-parented together. And I knew Mark and Brittany knew that they weren't going to get away with stuff because we all had communicated with each other. So if you're in that blended family situation, if you can, you need to be as much a united front, but especially with the, the father in the home, the father in the home has a huge influence on their children, huge influence in, you know, what Brittany was saying and how they see God, but also in how the discipline goes in the home and how much these kids learn who they are and what they're capable of and all of those things. And we don't want to usurp anybody's authority. You know, you don't want a husband that usurps your authority and you don't want to usurp the authority of your husband. You have to, there's, there's a sub- mutual submission to each other with deference to headship. And God yeah. honors that God established the order to keep order, right? The, mm-hmm. He established that, or it doesn't mean I'm lower than my husband. We are co-heirs with Christ yes. together, but God established a hierarchy to keep order in the home. And as moms, we need to make sure that we're walking in obedience to that and not overstepping you know, it's like Betsy said, if you have to go take a walk while this discipline yeah. is happening, I've done it. I've yeah. done it. <laughs> I've walked out of the house because I did not want to be stepping on his toes mm-hmm. or I asked him to handle that. Nope. There's actually been so many times I'm going to be honest where I think it's literally happened like two days ago where I had told my husband, I, I asked him, I like, can you go take care of this situation? And he was like, yeah. So he walks away and, and starts taking care of it. And then I heard my child cry. And of course, when a mom hears her child cry, it's like instant. It's like, I got to go save my kid. So I start walking down the hall of my house and I get halfway and the Holy Spirit's like, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah. So 
I'm telling you, I stopped right in my tracks in halfway down the hall. I turned around and I walked back. I'm like, yeah. not doing it. And the, kid, right. and the kid lived. Well done, mama. <laughs> <We did. laughs> and, and as your kids get older, like with mine, like there are times when they, you know, the kids will say something and they might be griping about some decision that their father's made. And I just have to just talk them through it and get, I mean, be, we have to choose respect Absolutely. in those situations. And, mm-hmm. and there are times when I just have to tell the kids, look, like you have to understand this is the way it's going to go. I mean, mm-hmm. that's life. And we get an opportunity to train them up in respect and honor and what, whatever the things are at the moment, but mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to under, for them to understand those things now before mm-hmm. they're out in the real world, <laughs> learning yeah. how to deal with those things. Well, there's a reason why in Ephesians that we are commanded to respect our husbands. Yes. We didn't have to be commanded to love them. We had to be commanded to respect them. And there's a reason for that because it's so easy for us as women to be disrespectful and cop attitudes and roll our eyes Mm -hmm. and have the attitude. And it's like, that's going to get us nowhere fast. And it's actually sin in our lives to, to behave that way. And we need to be respectful of our husbands. And and one more thing, it's like, just communicate with your husband, like be on the same page, like evening, dinner, after dinner, whatever, whenever you have that time together, have a conversation about how you're handling situations or what you want out of certain situations so that you're united and you know what to expect and you're on the same page. It will help Mm -hmm. so much. Just communicate. That's good. That's really good. So good. Mm -hmm. And if you need help with that, one of our date night cards is just about parenting. Yes. If you don't have a date grab a set of the date night cards from gatheringaround.com and work through that and have fun doing it. Like having those conversations. Did we miss the sale? Those were on sale. Are they you know what? I'll just keep them running until this show airs. So awesome because I need to order some. So I was like. When this show, when this show airs, I'll keep it on for 24 more hours. You so, are, you're amazing. So we'll link it up yeah. here in the show notes. Thank you for doing that. So Betsy, you want to pray for us tonight? I do. Lord, I thank you for these mamas who show up because they want to be great moms. And I just find any condemnation or guilt they might be feeling from this conversation, but I, I just declare that what they're going to feel is an invitation into growth and to deepen their relationship with their spouse. And we thank you that families are taking steps forward in the kingdom of God and lives are being changed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We know your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for spending some of it with us today. You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Have a great day, and we will see you again next week.